sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. I'm originally from Oklahoma. I've lived in Phoenix for a couple decades now. And Phoenix has been great. I've built a lovely life here, but it's never really felt like home. So I made this really big decision last year. I was visiting Chicago for like the 10th time in probably the last 10 years. And I just thought, I really need to live here. And so I um, made a decision to move to Chicago. This is Brian. And he's moving across the country, and that is a big deal. Yes, it is. And he's clearly done it before, but this time is different. He's really established himself in Phoenix. He's lived there for decades. And now he's planning to uproot his life and start all over again somewhere new. And fantasizing about moving to a new city is is easy. I do it all the time, every night. (laughs) But putting all the pieces in place logistically and emotionally, that is a lot of work. But Brian sounds like he's ready for all that hard work. I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. In each episode of this show, we distill our extensive knowledge of self-help into one key idea. It's not about figuring out what you're doing wrong and fixing it. It's more about seeing yourself in a whole new light. You are enough. With that in mind, we help a listener tackle a predicament in their life, offering them a set of self-love steps and eavesdropping as they follow our advice for two weeks. Or don't follow our advice. And that's awesome, too, because here's the deal. We're not technically experts or doctors or moving consultants. Our guests are allowed to have opinions and question us all along the way. At the end of the day, we're not trying to get them to give up who they are for us. We just want to help them to get reacquainted with the fabulous person we all see. Because we love you. And so can you. So back to Brian. He currently works as a graphic designer in Phoenix, and he'd like to do the same when he moves to Chicago. And I know that looking for a job in the city you live can sometimes be really hard. I'm guessing looking for a job in a city you don't live is even more difficult. (laughs) Ah, yes. Difficult indeed. And we wanted to hear a little more about this predicament. Fortunately, one of Brian's former co-workers, Gail, sent us this nomination tape. Hey, y'all. My name is Gail, and I am calling to nominate one of my dearest friends, Brian, for your show. Um, He's about to embark on a really big change in his life. He's lived in Phoenix for over 20 years, and he's about to relocate to Chicago, where I live. Um, And he's super excited, but he's a little bit nervous about these changes. And what I'm hoping that y'all can do for him is to give him some concrete, actionable plans about moving from Phoenix to Chicago and finding a new job. Um, Because I want him to feel as confident as I feel about him and his ability to do this with success and grace and in the best way that Brian can do it. Oh, Oh my gosh, Gail, uh, how could Brian not move to Chicago to be close to that kind of a friend? If that was his only reason for moving, I'd fully support it. 
Yes, and Gail, she should not worry because, you know what? Concrete, actionable items, those are our bread and butter. Exactly. So, with that, we called Brian up in Phoenix and Skyped with Gail in Chicago. And folks, this conversation was happening in three different time zones. <laughs> Jolenta, I don't know how you just did that with your voice, but it doesn't matter. The warmth of their friendship made it seem like we were all in the same room. All right. Okay. Sentimentality aside, <laughs> we started by asking Brian how that first big move in his life went when he moved sight unseen from Oklahoma to Phoenix. It was super duper scary. So I think I'm trying to make this move a lot more logical because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it, you know, I came here. Uh, I did have a job waiting for me here, but it was a super low paying job. And I moved here in a car that didn't have air conditioning or windows that rolled down, which made it very uncomfortable moving in August. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, it was a hard like few, you know, years when I first moved here, just getting used to it, you know, because I moved from a town of like 12,000 to the sixth largest city or something like that in Mm -hmm. the country. And it was quite a shock. Yeah. Yeah, that's the big shift. Mm. Is there anything about your your job situation or just life situation, not the location itself, that, that is sort of inspiring you to move right now? Not really. I, I To be honest, I have a really great job here. Mm-hmm. Um, I work really hard, but I have a great work-life balance. Nice. Like that. I have a great support system here, too. Like... The way I put it to my friends was, I'm not unhappy living here, Mm -hmm. but I can't really say that I'm happy living here. Mm. I want to live someplace that really excites me. Right. I I see what you're saying. Because you've made this decision just for yourself, not because of any, you know, impending circumstances. It's also part of it is just like staying the course with yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've told so many people about it. Like, mm-hmm. I actually told my boss last week. Ooh, <laughs> oh, wow. Was that scary? It was, um, but it went really well. Nice. So I was happy about that. <laughs> um, but all my friends know and everything. So it's sort of like now I feel like I have even more added pressure about, well, I have to make this work. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. So of all the exciting places in the world, why did you choose Chicago? Yeah, I've I've been there a lot. Um, I first went there because my friend Gail lives there, and I went to go visit her. And just on the very first day, just landing there and walking around, I was just like, this feels like a great city. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel this way when I'm in Phoenix ever. And every time I go, it's that way. Like, I can navigate the city really easily. People are so friendly, you know. Winter is an issue, I know, but... <laughs> yeah, going from Phoenix to the Windy City. <laughs> yeah, I have no change of se- seasons here, so mm. I, I kind of, like, I miss that. And, um, yeah, I just, I fell in love with Chicago, I think, the first time I was there. Mm. Do you think you're worried you're going to regret moving? Like, what if it doesn't live up to what I expect when it comes to actually living there as opposed to visiting, even regularly? I, I have wondered that a few times, like... I, I realize that most of the time I'm there, I am there as a guest, and I'm not, like, walking the streets, going to work when it's, you know, negative 15 out and things like that. And that, I agree, will be, like, a huge difference because I live a place that I'm used to walking to work when it's, like, 100 degrees out. 
And so I think there is some of that, like the 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 shift between cultures of a car-based city to a city where I'd be primarily on my feet all the time, you know, in public transit and things like that. So I think I'm looking for some help in like staying motivated, um, mm-hmm. not letting rejection, which happens to every job seeker, get to you so much, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, this has been such good background information, but I do think it is time to bring Gail in. Gail, we need you. Here I am. Gail, Yay. hey, Yay. it's so nice to meet you. Thank you. Midwest is best. Yeah. Yay. Chicago. <laughs> Yay, Chicago. So how do you feel about Brian's predicament here, about him, first of all, deciding to move to Chicago and his emotions around it? So I am super excited. Selfishly, I'm really excited to have one of my closest friends come and live in my city. Um, I'm also scared, right? Because I have a lot of, I feel like I have a lot of responsibility for him loving it here and wanting it to be a success for him. But I will say from the very beginning, like he has shared with y'all that when he came here the first time, he's like, I love Chicago. And we have routines of things Mm -hmm. that we do now. And, you know, I would say more than half of the time when he's here now, we're not doing touristy stuff. He's done all the touristy stuff. So we're living life together, right? Like we go and we're cooking and we're exploring and we're doing neighborhood stuff and visiting with my friends and that kind of thing where he's kind of got a little, you know, foundation for what his life could look like when he's here. Brian is one of the kindest, most generous people that I know. And he's really, he's super friendly and people love him and gravitate to him. So I have no fears at all that he will make a new friend network here. But I think, you know, friends don't pay your bills. Um, So we would like to find him a really great job here. (laughs) You heard Brian talking about how he's almost worried, not about like the logistics of moving, but maybe more about losing his motivation because his life is like pretty comfortable right now. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I think that Brian has really put kind of some steps in place for himself already around accountability mm-hmm. um, by sharing some of his plans, either great or small, with some of his friends and confidants, yeah. even his boss. Brian also has a track record of actually doing the things he says he's going to do. You know, I will also say I've known Brian long enough to know, have, have been through this with him before as far as looking for jobs. Um, and he always ends up on top. He always finds something great. And mm-hmm. um, He's patient. Um, rejection is a part of that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think Brian is, you know, mature enough and knows enough about what he's looking for mm-hmm. that he'll be patient with himself. So, Brian, Gail just made it sound like you don't need us at all. Yeah, why? Why are we here, Brian? <laughs> what, what is going on, Brian? I hear you get great jobs and you always fucking follow through. Yeah, apparently you always <laughs> land on your feet. You know how to make friends. Everything's easy for you. Like every. You don't need us. I didn't realize I just needed to call Gail. And then, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Because Here, we found your answer. Talk to the about... friend you already have. Bye. No. <laughs> no, but seriously. I know she's talking about how patient I am and everything, looking for a job. And all I remember is like those three and a half years or however long was just, just very emotionally difficult. Yeah, it's uh, hard. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, as much as I think Brian is amazing and perfect, it turns out he is also human. Mm. Um, and so he, you know, I think probably gets frustrated um, if things aren't going his way. That's a totally normal feeling when you're getting rejected for yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, he has all those normal feelings and I think he just is good at um, navigating them. So at the end of these two weeks, Brian, what are you hoping to get out of it? So what I would like to get out of this is some like strategies to stay focused, but also um, stay motivated and not let fear get in my way of making any kind of change. Wow, that last thing Brian said there, it just gives me the chills, not letting fear get in the way of making a change. Uh, yeah, I think it's something anyone can relate to. Probably the number one deterrent of change is fear. (laughs) Uh, And one thing that really, really stood out to me about Brian is that he's making this choice because he wants something new. You know, he doesn't necessarily need to move. He doesn't need a new job. But he wants to for him. Yeah. And Gail also had a little insight into why Brian might be so interested in moving at this particular point in his life. Brian recently had a significant birthday. I have one coming up, too. And Mm -hmm. my guess is that maybe that was the impetus for him to say, like, you know what? I've had a big birthday and I'm ready to do something different in my life. Yeah. And I'm ready to have a really impactful adventure and change my life in a significant way. And that is certainly significant. (laughs) So just pack up and move across the country. FYI, that significant birthday was Brian's 50th birthday. And he agreed that that could be a big reason why he's feeling the push now. You know, he's put in his time in Phoenix and he's ready for this next adventure. And, you know, if not now, when? And, you know, the age 50 aside, I think any birthday is a good time to check in with yourself and really evaluate where you are, where you want to go, see if that all lines up. Well, speaking of time, I think it's time we give Brian a call and give him his prescription. It's been a few days since we talked to him. What do you say? Oh, let us do that. Hello? 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 Hey, it's Hello. Brian. <laughs> How's it going? Good, how are you? Great, it's so nice to hear your beautiful voice again. Are you ready for your prescription? I am. All right. Step one, speak the positive truth. Brian, you've done this before, and maybe you did it in a way that was more stressful than necessary, but you've learned from that experience. So for this week, we want you to start each day with a set of affirmations. For example, I want to move to Chicago. I will find a job. I'll find a fantastic place to live. I have a great support system waiting for me. I've got this. I love that because I feel like I do need those reminders often. Yeah. Yeah. Because once I start thinking about it, like I was just texting a friend this morning that I am, like I'm excited, but I'm really nervous about it all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think from what we've heard from you, you seem to be better at uh, going over what you're nervous about, which I think we all are. Right? Like, we want to prepare ourselves for the worst-case scenario. (laughs) I I am that kind of worst-case scenario person. All right. Step two is remember why you're doing this. Brian, you deserve that happiness and excitement that Chicago gives you. So we want you to create a visual reminder of what your future there could be to help you stay motivated during the less exciting parts of moving. 
For this step, we want you to create a vision board or a list that you can display prominently at your desk or next to your mirror at your front door so you don't lose sight of what's waiting for you on the other side. You know, I knew that you, Jalenta, were mm-hmm. going to suggest the vision board. <laughs> of course. <laughs> because I, I'm very familiar with this show. I'm happy <laughs> so to I was help. expecting it. Have you ever made a vision board before, Brian? Uh, once a long time ago, I did. And, um, and I never finished it. To be oh, my goodness. Well, I really want you to finish this one. I will finish this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Step three, explore what went wrong last time. You want this move to be less stressful than your last one, so to make sure you do that, we want you to make a list of all the things you think you did wrong during your last move, and then, next to each item on that list, write out how you're going to do it a little different this time, or a lot different, or how you've already set yourself up for something better. I like this idea a lot. Yeah. I think that I think that that is a good, I, I, like, it's a good idea to go back and, like, what what didn't work last time? I need to remember those things so that I don't repeat those same mistakes again. And to remind yourself that with what went wrong last time, you already overcame it because you're because you're here now. And so just reminding yourself like, oh, I do this kind of shit all the time and usually end up like pretty OK with myself. Yeah, totally. That's, that's really good advice. Uh, I am so glad to hear Brian likes these steps. Yes, but Kristen, huge red flag here. He has never even finished a vision board before. That makes me worried. I mean, whether he makes a vision board or not, I'm just hoping these steps help Brian get a little closer to his goal of moving to Chicago and doing it with a sense of peace. We'll find out just how peaceful after this break. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick vibrant-scented oils, it'll be the spot for everyone. From book club to game night, the kids can even host their friends. Whoa, it smells amazing. Airwick vibrant-scented oils are infused with two times more natural essential oils versus regular Airwick-scented oils for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Hmm. Transform your space with scents like white sage and mahogany or lavender and water lily. Now that's a breath of fresh air wick. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Okay, these are my daily affirmations. I want to move to Chicago. I will find a job and a place to live. I have a great support system waiting for me. I've got this. I'm going to say them one more time. (laughs) You know, just to reaffirm. We're back and listening to Brian's affirmations from his first audio diary. I love that he's reading them twice just to reaffirm, you know, saying those affirmations a million times if that's what it takes. I've got this. 
Kristen, that's not the last we'll be hearing of those affirmations, I'm sure of it. Oh, you're so right. In fact, Brian incorporated his affirmations into his step two. You know, Jolenta, your very favorite step always? The VB. Uh, Also known as the vision board step. The first several pages are where I put my vision board. So it's a vision notebook instead. And um, so what I have in here is I have a lot of photos that I've taken in Chicago over the years. And so, of course, there's a couple photos of Gail and I. There's this beautiful photo of the Chicago Theater, which is the first time I went to Chicago. I went to um, see a show at the Chicago Theater. Look, this guy really does love Chicago. He goes on and on about all the things he has in his notebook. I have a picture of when it snowed there when I was there and walking through the snow. Puppet bike, which is this little mobile, I don't know, puppet theater thing. A picture of cinnamon rolls from Ann Sather's. You know, the lions at the Art Institute, the the, the bean that's and, at Millennium Oh, God, Park listen here. Like this that. is my favorite part. And I also, this is also where I've written my daily affirmations. So I pick this book up in the morning. I turn it to the affirmations page and I read my affirmations and I can see the pictures when I flip through them and... Uh, it makes me so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> Kristen, I hate to be a stickler, but Brian has still yet to finish a proper vision board. It's breaking my heart, but also I can get behind a vision notebook. That is also quite beautiful. Quite a vision. It really was. Dare I say, perhaps it was even better than a vision board. All right, all right. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Let's not get carried away, Kristen. Okay, okay. We have one more audio diary for this week, and it's from step three, where Brian examined what went wrong in his previous move and how he can or already has overcome it this time around. Yes. So for this step, he shared that list with Holly, who is one of Brian's longtime friends in Phoenix. And here's how he ended his list. And I think one of the things that really stressed me out was I didn't really think through my move last time in terms of what I should be bringing and what I should be getting rid of and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I got rid of a lot of my furniture because I didn't think I had room to move it. And it turns out I did. So when I got here, the first thing I had to do was buy a bunch of new furniture. Oh. And I was already broke from the move as it was. So yeah. it was like, I was buying like really not great furniture. And yeah. and I mean, I slept on a, like a shitty futon for like three years, I think, after yeah. that. Um, so I'm already starting that by doing some Marie condoing around my house. <laughs> um, and... And kind of like make getting rid of junk too, because that was the other thing. I brought a lot of junk with me that I didn't need. Like I, I didn't bring things I didn't need. Yeah. And then I brought things I didn't need. Yeah. So what do you think about my list? I think your list is very thoughtful. Um, you've kind of identified all the key stress areas, the stressors, and kind of come up with a a game plan around that to kind of prevent prevent any pitfalls, I guess. I do too. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The thing I love about this list is that it's so clear that Brian is in such a different place now than in his previous move, and I'm hoping that he feels the same way. Yeah. Um, can we call him to find out? Oh, yes. Let's do it. Hello? 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 
Hey, Brian, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Oh, my gosh. We've loved your audio diaries. Um, <laughs> but first and foremost, how was your first week? You know, it's been um, interesting because I, you know, I was really excited when I got my week one prescription. But then when I started thinking about it, you know, like I sat down to do my affirmations, I thought, well, I'm not really a daily affirmations kind of guy. <laughs> but once I started doing them, like every time I say them, I feel like better, you know, just the act of doing that, like something kind of overcomes me, oh. like a sense of calm, a sense of excitement, you know, and things like that. So it's that kind of stuff's been a little surprising, you know. That's so nice to hear. Something's overcoming me right now, and it's tears because I'm just so happy Aww. to hear how these affirmations are are actually just making you feel the good things that you should be feeling, that you deserve to feel. Yeah. Oh, that's so good to hear. Yay. You're like an affirmation A-plus student. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what about, I mean, let's talk about some other steps. What was hardest? Um, I think the hardest one was the list of like what went wrong last time and then what I will do differently. Cause I moved so long ago that I feel like automatically just having like more life experience under my belt. I know I'm doing, going to do things moving wise much smarter because before I just sort of like, I'm going to move to Phoenix. Let's pack up my car and go rather than thinking everything all the way through, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then in terms of job searching, I think back to when, you know, I first was starting my career and looking for a job. Interviews made me incredibly nervous all the time. And I just feel like having gone on them for, you know, as long as I have, I've just kind of gotten better at them. Just documenting it down told me, okay, you are much better prepared for all both of these life events than you thought you might be. Oh, yeah. You absolutely are. I mean, that was a long time ago. You were not the sophisticated gentleman, the worldly man that you are now back then. <laughs> yes. And it's a good reminder that your comfort zone has totally expanded, even though what you tell yourself about your comfort zone hasn't really changed so much since, like, back in the day or whatever. Right. Okay. So the list was hard, but I want to talk about your vision notebook. Can you tell us about that? The last time I was in Chicago, I bought this like beautiful little notebook. As I'm a notebook guy. I like making lists. But I bought this one specifically to plan my moves. And what I realized when I started thinking about my vision board is I haven't touched this notebook since I brought it home with me. And so I thought, well, that tells me that I've been sort of afraid to start this process, oh, you know? That's like a good physical representation. Right. We're so glad that you have created such a personal, organized way that is so Brian to do all of these steps. Well, thank you. I, it's been a really, like, I feel much more positive about things, doing all these things. Yay. Oh, that's our goal. Good. Well, on that note, Brian, are you ready to hear your week two prescription? Yeah, I'm ready to hear it. All right. Step four is make it real. You're dealing with a lot of theoreticals right now, and it can be very easy to plan so much that you actually avoid doing the thing. So it's time to make 
changes that feel a little more real. We want you to cross one big thing off your to-do list this week. Maybe it's reaching out to that recruiter you know, or updating your portfolio, or just looking at apartment listings and reaching out to one or two of the owners. You like yeah, that? Yeah, I totally like that, because I, I will admit, I have kind of been doing some of those things kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll get to that eventually. Right. But wow. now you're going to have to Now do is it. eventually. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Ready for step five? Yes. Step five is write a letter to your future self. After a move, it's common for people to second-guess their decision, whether the move is across the country or across town. Prepare for these potential feelings by writing a reassuring letter to your future self. Start it, Dear Future Brian, I know you're not feeling totally sure of yourself or certain about your big move to Chicago, but that's okay. Then, fill in the rest of the letter with reminders of the bad things you're leaving behind in Phoenix, the good things you're looking forward to in Chicago, and reminders that you're not alone and you have a support system that loves you. End the letter saying, I love you. You've got this. Brian. I love this idea. Yay. These are so great. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. <laughs> and last but not least, we have step six, which is take real action. It's time to do something that makes you feel emotionally ready for the move, like planning a bon voyage party or checking out the Chicago singles scene on a dating app or getting a Midwest-friendly parka. You know, hopefully doing this will get you excited about the move and keep it feeling real. I hadn't even considered any of that, but yeah, that totally yeah. makes sense. Oh, gosh. Wow. I'm all about, like, <laughs> subtle accountability, like putting stuff out there that makes the people around you be like, oh, sweet, like, you're going to follow through with this? Do you have any questions or concerns about your week two steps? Um, no, I actually have some ideas for Ooh. them already. Oh, yes. Actually, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to try them out. Yes, Brian. Uh I love him. He is taking this all in stride. Such a good sport. It's like he's just waiting for someone to give him a list of steps to follow. Like, he is so game. This must just be the way he tackles anything difficult in his life because, you know, listening to Brian talk about the move, it seems like he's so ready and so chill about it. But this is a really big thing. Yeah, I know the last time I moved across the country, it was similar to Brian's first big move. I was fresh out of college. I moved to New York City. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have a job. The only contact I had in the whole town was a roommate and an apartment that I had never even seen before I moved into it. Oh my gosh, I did the same thing. I signed a lease for an apartment when I was moving across the country to New York, hadn't seen it, got there, and immediately broke the lease. <laughs> but I think the important distinction between these stories Stories and Brian's first move is that now Brian's older. Mm. He's in his 50s. He's learned so much from those early experiences, and he's in a different place in his life now. Thank goodness he is. Thank goodness we all are. Yes. Now let's thank goodness for breaks, because that's what we're going to take. A quick break, and we will be back with Brian's second week right after this. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. 
Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. We are back, and it's time to listen to Brian's audio diaries from week two of Living by Our Steps. First up. Brian did step five, where he wrote that letter to his future self. And for this step, he brought back his friend Holly, who lives in Phoenix with him. So I'm going to read my letter now. Oh, yay. (laughs) All right. Dear future Brian, I know you're not feeling totally sure of yourself or certain about your big move to Chicago, but that's okay. If you are ever feeling uncertain about why you moved to Chicago, just remember... When you told your friends about your plans, all said the moment you started talking about Chicago, your whole demeanor changed and you lit up. If you are worried about leaving your amazing support system and loved ones, remember how great you are at staying connected with people even when they are far away. If you are worried about establishing a new network of friends and support in Chicago, keep in mind that you've done it before and will do it again. You are meant to live your best life in your favorite city. You've got this. I love you. Past Brian. <laughs> I totally just got emotional. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I totally just got emotional because one of the things that um, I value in our friendship is that you just always you're always reaching out you're always like connecting and I think whatever you like put your mind to you'll figure it out and I just you know like if if you're in another state obviously we won't be sitting together having dinner and all that that is but I know um We'll find another way to stay we connected. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Just hearing you read that, it was just, oh my gosh. Well, I want to ask you a favor. I want you to hold on to this letter, and once I move to Chicago, I want you to mail it to me. Of course. <laughs> I would be honored to. Thank you so much. Yes. Oh, give me a hug. Here we go. Thank you. Okay, Brian, you're not allowed to keep making us cry. I can't handle it. That is such a beautiful moment between Holly and him. Yeah, I think his audio diary is such a great way to acknowledge that Brian isn't just moving to Chicago. He's also moving away from Phoenix. Mm, And that makes me feel very torn because I'm happy that Brian is moving closer to his friend Gail in Chicago and his dreams. But it's also kind of heartbreaking to hear him grappling with leaving Holly in Phoenix. You know, it's sad. Yeah, it is. But I love that with this step, Brian made it clear that he isn't leaving Holly behind for real. Mm. He's including her in this journey. And maybe their friendship will change. But clearly, this is important to both of them. And I really believe they'll make it work. Kristen, always an optimist. I love it. (laughs) I think we need to shut it down and just end our episode there, yeah? Yes. No, no. Actually, Uh. no. We still have another audio diary. This last one is from Step 6, Take Real Action. I guess we should hear that. 
is very heavy compared to anything I own now. Oh, you know, it fits really well. I have never had a jacket like this ever. <laughs> Uh, let me try to zip it up. Oh, that Velcro stuff all over. Now I'm sealed in. Yes, Brian got that Midwest-friendly parka, and he recorded this little unboxing for us. This is my favorite part. It uh, goes down to my knees, which I thought would be a good idea, because I'm like, who wants a cold button thighs in the winter? Not me. All right, so... Here we go. I think I made a good investment here. Yes. No cold butts or thighs. Keep <laughs> those booties warm. <laughs> Obviously, I agree. But Kristen, what about step four? You said this was the last audio diary. But what about make it real? Well, I guess we just have to give Brian a call and find out. Oh, the suspense. Hello? 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 Hi. Brian. Brian. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? We are so excited to talk to you. How are you feeling at the end of your second week? So my second week, I feel like I started to make a lot of, um, like, do a lot of, like, concrete things um, uh, moving forward with, you know, both my job search and moving to Chicago eventually. I've almost finished with my portfolio. Wow. Yeah. And that's been a big to-do because... Um, I actually took my portfolio offline a few years ago because I was like, I'm not going to need this again. <laughs> <laughs> this is all part of step four is um, getting this ready. And then once this is ready, I'm ready to, I've already been searching for jobs and I have a few bookmarked to research this weekend. And then um, I will start applying for them once I do that. That's amazing. And as a graphic designer, an online portfolio is super important. I'm glad to hear that you got yours back up and running. Also, I very much want to talk to you about step five. Um, hearing you read that letter to your friend Holly, I mean, oh, my God. I, I can't think about it too much or I'll start crying again. It was so beautiful and heartwarming and sad. Yeah, it was really, it really kind of made it very real to read that to her and then to see her reaction to it as well, which was a little surprising to me. Oh, and how did it feel actually writing that letter? Um, it felt empowering to me because uh, I was able to you know, look, look to things that I might be questioning about my move and then provide myself an answer. Like, you may be feeling this way, but keep in mind You've done this before, and this is how you dealt with it kind of thing. Oh, oh, that's so great to hear. So now when you think about your future, do you feel like anything has shifted? Um, I think I feel extremely motivated. Like, I think, you know, between the time I made the decision and the time I started doing this work, like some of the excitement had started wearing off a little. Um, but once I started doing these things, like the affirmations, and making lists and checking things off that list, um, it's definitely put me in a better headspace to know, okay, I can do this. And, um, you know, I know it's not going to happen, like, 
instantly because, you know, there is that thing about looking for a job. You're kind of in the hands of the unknown. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm really well positioned. And also it's reminded me, um, particularly about the job search, that I'm really well networked. And I forget that sometimes. And that's one of the benefits of doing what you're doing at this stage in life. Like, you know what you're about a lot more. Absolutely. I mean, with age comes wisdom. You've set yourself up for a success, but also you've sort of opened your eyes to how much you were already set up for success by just being you in the way that you've grown and learned throughout your life. Well, I want to thank both of you because you've both been, like, the things you've given me to do really kind of helped reset things in my mind and gave me a lot more encouragement and, um, kind of like really made myself take a look and see that, oh, all the pieces are there. I just need to realize they were there. Oh, Brian, leaving us with that beautiful sentiment. And I think Brian is the perfect example of what so many, I mean, maybe all Mm. of our guests are coming to us with. He had everything he needed. He just needed help realizing that. And what I love is if he ever forgets or loses sight of it again, he can talk to Gail or Holly or hit up his letter to his future self or talk to us, maybe. Yeah, definitely. And while we're leaving Brian now, still optimistic at the beginning of this process, he's still got to get through the hardest part of it all. But I really believe he's going to do it, and he's going to do it with grace and with care and with that beautiful, full, happy heart of his. Mm, And he better invite us to his housewarming party Once he gets to Chicago, I'll bring him a vision board. Yes, I cannot wait to toast Brian's wonderful future in the Windy City. Here's to you, Brian. That's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is Lindsay Cradwell, whose favorite musical is Chicago. Our editor is John Delore, whose favorite play is Chicago. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. Her favorite band is Chicago. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer, and his favorite novel is Chicago. And Casey Holford composed our theme song and mixed this episode and loves the band Phoenix. Please stay in touch. How do you check in with your emotions during a stressful move? Our email address is weloveyoupod at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at weloveyoupod, at Kristen Meinzer, and at Jalinta G. Or you can hit up our DMs on Twitter at weloveyoupod. Also, leave us a voicemail message. We love hearing your beautiful voices. Our phone number is 601-LOVE-171. That's 601-568-3171. And don't forget to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen because it helps other people find the show. And who shouldn't hear about nice ways to move and lots of Chicago jokes. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalinda Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. And remember, we love you. And so can you. She's, you know, the Wizard of Oz? Mm -hmm. Like, don't pay attention to the person behind the curtain. You can pay attention, and it's Lindsay. And it's Lindsay. She's doing everything. (laughs) She's the flying monkeys. She's the poisonous poppies that make you fall asleep. She's all of it. She's our lion. Yes. All right. Lindsay, keep all of that in. (laughs) (laughs) She won't. Stitcher. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. 
With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.